0: Hello everybody, welcome to the Mirror Football Podcast, I'm Aaron Flanagan, joining me on this episode, first of all, Matt Lawless, sports editor Mirror Online, how's it going mate, you right? Very well, yeah, really good. Good stuff, and James Whalen back on the podcast again, how are you doing mate? Very well, thanks. Good stuff, Um, first of all an apology, uh, if you're a regular subscriber to the podcast, we've not been around for a couple of weeks, Uh, we've been a little bit busy, uh, but we are back and we are... This today, going to be looking ahead to the Derby weekend. Um, if you remember, early in the season, we did a big Derby preview uh, ahead of, kind of all the Derby games uh, that take place on this weekend. Uh, we're going to keep it between us um, on this episode because um, it's quite an especially big weekend, especially for Tottenham and Arsenal. Uh, Tottenham have been dragged into the top four uh, battle, the top four race, as opposed to the title race. If Arsenal win this Derby at oh, um, the weekend... The gap between Arsenal and Tottenham is down to one point. Uh, James, um, do you now see this as panic time for Tottenham, or, or are they actually still in the title race? Well,
1: they're certainly not still in the title race. Um, I think you know they admitted as much themselves after um, after they were beaten by Burnley at the weekend. Never mind their defeat at Stamford Bridge on, on Wednesday night against Chelsea. Um, I don't think it's quite panic station to them yet in terms of the top four because. You know, even a point against Arsenal wouldn't be the worst result in the world um, from from that point of view they'd, they'd have that four point cushion on Arsenal um, still but if they were to lose then it would be it would start to be panic stations wouldn't it it wouldn't only be a small gap to fifth place it'd be three defeats in a row which uh, by any team in the Premier League is, is a real slumping form I
2: suppose they don't know how to draw though they? They, they, they haven't drawn a single game this season
0: yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get a glimpse of the table in front of me. They, it's right. They actually haven't drawn. I, I, they I only know win
2: it. or they only lose. And I think at the moment, you know, they shouldn't have lost to Burnley. Really, there was obviously um, issues there. There was issue of contention with it. Was it a corner? I should have been probably. But then they should have defended the corner um, that they conceded. But against Chelsea, they were poor, really poor, and they were falling apart all over the place. Um, it, What's been noticeable is that they haven't signed any players all season, and it gets to this stage of the season, and that's where you kind of you need a stronger squad to really push for a title. And I think Tottenham have been a bit exposed, where they've got Harry Kane coming back, they've rushed him back into it. Deli Ali's on the on the comeback, isn't he soon? But they've lost players. like Son's been unavailable at stages this season, and I think what we've seen is they can't sustain a title challenge with that kind of squad. Um, Europe could be a good shout for them. That's a different story, of course. They beat uh, Borussia Dortmund with ease, but in terms of the title, Mauricio Pochettino has already conceded that it's, it's long gone. Now they're in a different fight. They're in a fight for the top four because it really is... Six has got to go into four somehow. And... Almost every team below them is, is hitting form. So Arsenal are doing well at the moment. Manchester United are up there. Chelsea, of course, beating them the other night. So it's really intriguing, very exciting for us fans who are neutrals.
0: Yeah, from uh, Tottenham's point of view, obviously, if the gap does go down to one point, given the fact that they would have lost three games in a row, is that enough to suggest that if they're actually going to drop out of the top four? Because, as you, as you alluded to, Matty, the... The, the form of Arsenal, the form of Manchester United, maybe less so Chelsea, but Chelsea did play well in the Carabao Cup final. We know that game was overshadowed by obviously the Kepper incident. Um, but are we maybe looking at it and going, Tottenham, if
1: they lose, are almost unlikely to make the top four? Well, they, they would certainly be in a very straight three-way battle, wouldn't they? It, it, they would get dragged straight back into that with, sorry, a four-way battle with yeah. Arsenal, Chelsea United. Uh, one thing that I think people have picked up on the last couple of games is for some reason just pressure scenes have got to Tottenham a little bit you saw Pochettino completely lose the plot with Mike Dean now we're not entirely sure what Mike Dean said to sort of get that reaction we know he's uh, he's a celebrity referee and uh, it wouldn't be the first time he's got under the skin of a manager Um, but also last night you saw Harry Kane who's you know not only a very good footballer is generally a very calm and influence uh, on the pitch and you know he's thrown ahead but Aspilicueta at one point towards the end of the game is involved in another bust mm-hmm. up on the touchline and um, it just seems to be getting to Tottenham a little bit and this game on the weekend now oh, make no mistake not only is it an all-funding derby it's an absolute six-pointer and if they don't get a result they're, they're bang in trouble when it comes to the top four
2: Yeah, is- I agree with that and I think that um, as I say I think there's been a number of things that have contributed to that the pressure's really taken its toll I think matters off the field haven't helped them of course Pochettino was linked with the Man United job for. Uh, the best part of you know the January transfer window doesn't look like he's going to get a chance of that now with Solskjaer absolutely flying there Um, but uh, you know the whole stadium stuff as well I mean that's got to affect them somehow we still don't know when that's going to open it looks like it's ready you know the latest pictures that you can see on Mirror Football they look absolutely splendid but I think you've got to what Wonder how much that's has an effect on just the day-to-day. Um, it must be draining on the players, the management who ask the same questions day in day out. When's it going to open? You know, when you plan, and then they're asked questions like, "Can you win a title?" and and this that. Why you're not buying players? All of that contributes to the big picture, really. And I think that Tottenham have performed well this season in the grand scheme of things. But for me, the title's long
0: gone they should be focusing on other areas you know like the Champions League yeah obviously in a great position in the Champions League 3-0 against Bruce that going into the second leg Um, so I mean it will take something spectacular for them to mess that up but stranger things in football have happened Uh, but as we say something for Tottenham to focus on Uh, before we move on and talk a little bit on Liverpool Everton um, a bit on the kind of the top four race uh, overall Arsenal we say have have changed their turned their form around a little bit Manchester United are on this phenomenal run but is there now a case for Chelsea have Chelsea proven in this past week by taking Manchester City all the way to penalties obviously ignoring the Kepa situation um, but and then obviously putting in that performance against Tottenham last night are we now looking at Chelsea and going actually Chelsea are a very
2: good team well I think I think it'd be remiss to completely you know rule them out because They've been champions recently. They, they've got some great players in that squad, but it's just whether they want to turn up and play for the manager. They've 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 played for themselves. You could argue in the last couple of games, um, but I, I do think that they're going to be uh, they're going to be up there. I really do. I'm not sure they're going to make it. I still think they've got a blip somewhere. That's there's too many inconsistencies in that team, particularly at the back. Um, for me, Arsenal are probably one of the teams that could well they should at the moment they're they're in the fourth place Um, they've been performing really well massive game as we talked about against Tottenham Uh, Mesut Ozil back in the squad and um, it'd be interesting to see whether he starts this weekend Aaron because it doesn't seem in previous games that Unai Emery trusts him in in the big ones so he seems to be a bit of a flat track bully you could argue but uh, you know in these big games against the the top four top six teams he doesn't often get a looking so that'll be interesting but obviously Chelsea sorry going back to your question <laughs> um, to deviate they've got a big game against Fulham local derby Fulham are dead and buried so it's a big opportunity for Chelsea to claw back some of the, the, the goal difference don't forget they've leaked you know about what was it 10 goals 11 goals in the last few games so um, they need to get some goals back on their list I think they can do that against Fulham
0: they certainly can and uh, Manchester United as well obviously still a well in this top four race uh, they are in fifth it's, it's remarkable they think going on such a long unbeaten run and still not quite be in the top four I mean I think it just shows just how bad Manchester United were at the start of the season but are Manchester United going to stutter at some point James how, how, how do you see it because surely I mean like with anything in life good things don't last forever
1: surely at some point they're going to mess up Will it be before the end of the season? They might drop points here and there, but I think they'll have enough to get into the top four. I can't, I can't see them falling away quite that spectacularly. Where to, to an extent, where they wouldn't get in. I think you know between now and the end of the season, do they pick up more points than Arsenal? I think they probably do. I certainly think they pick up more points than Chelsea. The way Tottenham are playing, yeah, they could even finish third. Um, so I, I think you know, you don't need me to tell you how good a job Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has done there. The, the results speak for themselves and. Um, he's just brought a real feel good factor back to Old even like they suffered the injuries didn't they against Liverpool at the weekend and there was a few question marks going to Crystal Palace quite a notoriously difficult place to go in the Premier League midweek mm. under the like, lights big mm. atmosphere get and, all the cliches exactly. out there exactly and, 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 but they breezed through they absolutely dominated the game yeah, even Lukaku scoring too yeah and, and, and Solskjaer spoke about Lukaku as well a little Little change to his system, playing him centrally in a front three, and and it seemed to have worked a treat. So, if he can get, if he can start getting a tune out of Lukaku with Rashford, obviously, he's got a bit of a niggle. Martial's still out in a minute. All of a sudden, it's another another focal point, another option for United. And I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they finished third, actually. The way are going. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think what he's done is given Manchester United their identity back. People fear playing against Man United now. It's not an easy game. Whereas under Mourinho, people fancy their chances. So, you know, Man United have got a big say in the title race yet. They play uh, City... In April on the twenty fourth at Old Trafford, um, Tuesday you know, night it'll be, it'll, be, it'll
0: be a tough Tuesday night.
2: Like, oh, not not half, mate. I mean, you know. So I think I think Waylo's right. You know, they they're the form team at the moment and they'll be very confident of of not only securing a top four place, but why not? Why can't they finish third, you know? Um, and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, I mean, just give him the job now. He's been absolutely sensational. I think those players believe in him, they trust in him, it's clear to see. And it'd be great to see um, what he does in the summer, actually, in terms of the personnel that he brings in, because what I like, what he's doing already, He's he's already... Adhering to the the Manchester United values Of bringing through young players We saw another debutant last night In, um, in, in the boy Garner Is it Joe Garner? Was James, it? James James Garner, sorry, yeah So, um, yeah, I mean, it's great to see and, and I think Manchester
0: United, they are Man United again Yeah, um, let's hope it doesn't last forever Because uh, well, The Premier League was boring for about 10 years, yeah, wasn't it? Let's, yeah. let's be completely it's honest
2: about What I like about it, though, is that We're not just talking about the title race We're talking about a proper top four battle and, and it really is going to the wire across the board. I think relegation's the the one that it looks like it could be a bit of a formality already too, seem to have gone, I'd say. Huddersfield, all right, they had a decent win, didn't they, over Wolves in midweek, but Fulham are dead and buried I would have thought and it looks like Ranieri could be the latest casualty we've already seen one this week in Colopoel leaving um, Leicester Brendan Rodgers in there Ranieri could be next Um, and I think looking at it Cardiff are going to be pretty nervous because Southampton are picking up points although looking at this form table Brighton are the worst team in the league at the moment uh, based on their last six games Brighton um,
0: are the only team in the football league not to win in this calendar year um well, that that form uh, ex- also extended a little bit into December as well. That they are yeah. on an absolutely yeah, torrid- a good cut run. Um, yes. Yeah, but I mean, are they are they taking the uh, the weekend mentality of you know oh, we'll go down but we'll win the cup? Oh, I, don't, don't, I, yeah. I, sorry,
1: I don't. I don't. I won't fancy
0: Millwall away though. No,
2: no, no, I don't no. Know. I've got to say though, out of all of those teams, you got to think that it could just be a case this season they might just scrape it. Purely because his three teams were worse than them.
1: Yeah, I think I can't see Cardiff getting out of it. They've shipped, what, eight goals the last two home games? Yeah. really struggling now and I think I think it'll be them and, and the two below them
0: yeah I think seeing uh, seeing the way Watford um, obviously Liverpool proven as well that you can uh, you can really dominate Watford if you yeah. take, take the right approach but Watford doing the same things as Cardiff I think says exactly where Cardiff's at um, we mentioned Liverpool there Liverpool are involved in the final Premier League game of the week uh, Sunday for. Uh, is it four fifteen? I think four fifteen. Four fifteen. Yep. They're, they're mixing up these kickoffs every week. Yep. Um, not doing f- one of those adverts again, are they? Like far past like two. So 4. Up, four fifteen. Yeah. I mean, that, what a joke that was, eh? Yeah. I know. Uh, but yes, uh, four fifteen. Everton versus Liverpool, the Merseyside derby. Um, a huge, huge game. Not just because it's a derby, but also obviously there will be huge implications on the title race. Uh, Manchester City um, are going away to Bournemouth uh, on Saturday, yeah. so City get the advantage of playing first potentially going top of the table. Let's see, they can go top. Um, and because if City go top, Everton, um, obviously not wanting Liverpool to win a league, i uh, have never really had a bigger motivation f- for a derby game, have no, they? No, quite
2: right. And I think they do own one, really, after the manner they... The, the way in which they lost to Anfield obviously Jordan Pickford's horrendous gaffe um, in the very last moment of stoppage time um, so I think Everton would be smart on a bit seems to have picked up a bit lately Sigurdsson obviously scored a couple in midweek didn't he and um, had a decent win but you know Everton for me have been I think I've been really disappointed with them this season They they could have been you know they should have been pushing for top 6 top 7 with the investment that they made and you know Marco Silva there's still many questions and I think perhaps he needs this more than anything not not Everton Football Club but he needs it to prove that he is a manager who deserves a job like Everton Football Club because it is a big team and um, yeah so I think that will be his motivation and of course to stop Liverpool, you know, and it and is a bit of a friendly derby, I think, you know, there is, we always say that about Everton and Liverpool, don't seem to have the needle it once did, but.
0: We, we were watching, um, saying, obviously, in, in in our office, uh, there's plenty of TV screens around, which obviously we watch football on, and through the days, uh, a couple of weeks ago, there was an old Merseyside derby on, and we, I'm talking old, like in the 80s, yeah, at Goodison Park, and a goal was scored, a Liverpool goal was scored, and uh, it's at the Gladys Street end, and, even though there's a segregation, there's Liverpool supporters there, patches just started celebrating. It still happens today, though. It's like, you would have thought, especially in the 80s, they've just been knocked out. I know you can think of some derbies where absolutely that would happen, but it just seems that... Um, You wouldn't have have City fans in the uh, Stretford, would you? I don't think. Uh, Well, I mean, I've been in there, but I've sat sat on my hands. (laughs) (laughs) I I just think it's,
2: it's one of those that Everton fans will be desperate to win. Um, their season's over I mean if they can finish in the top seven they've had a a decent season but for them it's another season of disappointment because they haven't pushed on have they they haven't they haven't um, done anything in the cups you know they've, they've been really disappointing for me so this could be the
0: silver lining for their season if they do manage to sort of derail Liverpool's title bit. What I would say about Everton, um, I really hope they stick with Marco Silva. I do believe that Marco Silva is a great manager with great potential. And I think the fact that he wasn't given long at Hull, I mean, obviously because he was there to keep him up. Uh, He failed, but you know he got his chance at Watford. Wasn't given too long. I do believe there's a great manager there, a great young manager who's learning from his mistakes. And I really do hope that Everton at least... Give him a little bit of time, and I know I know they'll be looking at it going, "Oh God, we're ninth." It's not the end of the world. Yeah, I think so, I think
2: I think you are right there. I'm not I'm not sure he's a great manager, but I think he's certainly got potential. Um, I think there is a degree of patience that is needed because that Everton squad was in desperate need of, of reshuffling. There's still players there that they need to get rid of. So it would be nice to see him do better, but the football's got to improve as well. They started the season really well. And it was quite good to see at times, but it's just been too inconsistent. So he's got he's got a lot to prove, I think, over the next couple of months before the season ends. And he's got to prove that really he's the man they want to take forward because on the face of it, Marcel Brands, who's now on the board, he's the guy who's pulling the shots and he's calling the shots. And um, So if he can play a brand of football that he likes... Then, um, I see what you did there. You know, hey, um, then he will get the players in that he thinks can improve that team and push on for trophies. Yeah,
0: um, from Liverpool's perspective, um, we have got a form table in front of us. Liverpool are down in fifth, but you wouldn't think that based on the performance against Watford, uh, last night. If you're listening on any other day, we're recording on Thursday, obviously, Liverpool played Wednesday night. Um, you wouldn't think that. Liverpool, playing the way they did, walking past the team uh, who are in eighth place having a great season, um, would maybe be, you know... I, I, I don't know, I, I look at Liverpool and I think Summit's still not quite right there. It does... I don't know, something just doesn't quite feel settled,
1: but, but they, they come out with performances a lot. Every time you think they're having a bit of a wobble, they do that, don't you? I think they had a bit of a sticky patch where they drew... I think Leicester and West Ham, was it? Yeah. And then they went and beat Bournemouth like easily, and then they've done exactly the same against Man United. Although you know going to Old Trafford getting a nil-nil is not a bad result. The way United are playing, but the way that game played out, it, there were three points there for the taking if they were, if they'd have played anything like they can. But again, they've responded brilliantly. Sadio Mane turning an incredible display as they hammered Watford five 0 So I think every time a question's been asked of Liverpool, they've sort of answered it. And you know, it, this has been the thing all season. You know, people have said that front three aren't playing the way they did last year, but they've only lost once, and they lost once at the Etihad where everyone loses apart from the Crystal Palace. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh,
2: but yeah, I just think there is an atmosphere at Anfield at the moment that. Um- there is a sort of nervousness among the fans I think they sense Definitely, that yeah. they're so close and they can almost touch it you know it's almost that close but they've got this juggernaut chasing them in Manchester City who just you know even, even they played West Ham and they still managed to beat them you know and they just it was, on paper it was a 1-0 but you know they absolutely hammered West Ham last night the amount of chances they created and it's just phenomenal to watch right now and you think where are they going to slip up? And, and it could be that there's that crunch week where they play Tottenham on the 20th of April and then they play United on the 24th that could be it and it could be the the difference of six points that separates the league winners from runners up this season but with Liverpool I think it's a case of if they can get an early goal as they did against Bournemouth um, you know sorry Watford last night then it settles the fans but it almost plays into the other team's hands. Like, if you can frustrate them and, and keep them quiet for half an hour, the fans are a bit nervous there. And I think Leicester did it. I think that they got an early goal against Leicester. But then they got an equaliser. And then suddenly the fans were like, oh, you know, it's all, it's so jittery because they haven't won a league trophy for nearly 30 years. I, I think They're so desperate to win it.
0: I think as well, a little bit of 2014, the memories of obviously... Yeah, exactly um, that, yeah. I, I, I think because they've seen it happen before, Yeah, naturally their instinct is... Oh, it's going to happen again. And because, I mean, from the point where they look like they'd won the league almost, you know, back in 2014, yeah. there was a lot less games to play than there are now. Yeah. Um, so I, I think
1: they're understandably nervous. Um, it wouldn't be normal if they weren't nervous, would it? That, that's what football's all about. You know, they, they, <laughs> yeah. they, they've got that chance. That, as Matty said, they're so close they can touch it. And, you know, there's there's no no doubt that there is a nervousness and a, and a pressure about the place. But, you know, I, I, I think, they've got a phenomenal manager there they've got brilliant footballers there's no reason they they can't see it through
0: yeah I'll tell you what they do need to improve they need to improve on highlight reels because the one they put out of uh, <laughs> Ginny Wijnaldum um, <laughs> the other week on their social media um, going oh Ginny is magic I mean yeah the thing is like you, you can get that. better clips they've only lost
2: one game this season They've yeah. lost one game. City have lost four games. Um, thing, like
1: last year, there was always that thing you could get at them, but it's not been the case, has it, this year? Yeah. Like they, signed, they finally signed a keeper, which they should have done three oh, years oh, ago. Oh, he's been magnificent. Uh, Dan Dykes revolutionised revolutionized the back four he's a know, goal scorer
2: as well now, now scoring two it. goals so. yeah, yeah I, I think there's a lot of positives for Liverpool I, I still think that they can go and win this title and um, I, I hope they do I really do and I like City uh, I know he's making faces at me um, <laughs> but it just means so much to, to to Liverpool as a City for those fans and
0: it, it'd be great to see it it'd be a great story yeah, um, if it was anyone but City in the title race with them, I'd, I'd say you know what, fair enough. Well, I, I would like to see when the league. Well, City mathematically
2: uh, ended West Ham's chances of winning the title last night by beating them. So,
0: oh, good. Um, also, that, that's, that's <laughs> literally half the league you cannot win the title anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's good. That's good. That's we nice. We about Spurs, but there you go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, that's uh, Derby weekend. But uh, before we finish um, today, um, I do want to mention. One other derby. There is another derby that you might have forgotten about taking place on Monday night and it's one of the reasons why James is sat here Sheffield Derby. Hang on a minute. What about El Clasico on Saturday? Oh, that's not a derby, is it? Yeah. It's, well, uh, it's not a derby. It's, it's, a a way. it's the same way that Southerners. I <laughs> know it's an, one of our Southerners <laughs> in the office put on an email earlier today, referring uh, yeah. to the Man United Liverpool game as a derby. Uh, it's absolutely not a derby no match. <laughs> and if you say North West Derby, it's scandalous. <laughs> absolutely scandalous. Um, <laughs> El Clasico, not a derby. Man United Liverpool, not a derby. Steel City Derby is a derby, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sheffield United against Sheffield Wednesday. Um, James, you are kind of getting a little bit chirpy and a little bit optimistic since you've noticed that you're creeping up on the playoffs at uh,
1: Sheffield Wednesday. No, look, it's something that, you know, we, I've been saying for weeks that the only thing left in Wednesday's season now was to beat them. It's a bit like Everton-Liverpool. <laughs> it is like, like because Everton fans desperate to beat Liverpool to stop them winning the title, et cetera, et cetera. They haven't really got much else to play for. And up until probably Tuesday night, I was saying the same thing. I was like, we ain't going to go down. We're not going to go up. If we can take three points off them and hopefully stop them sealing their glorious return to the promised land, then that that would be something for our season. But um, the way things have turned out last week or so, would, we could potentially go to within like three or four points of the top six with victory on Monday night, which sort of gives it another dimension. Now, I'm not sitting here saying Wednesday he going to make the playoffs, but it does give them something to play for. Which I said this time last week, we were 11 points off. Um, and, it, and it looked dead in the water so it, it does give it an extra dimension and you know what I said I put this on Twitter the only thing that we can really ask of Wednesday going into this game is that they're playing well Steve Bruce has come in and done unbelievable three wins, three draws unbeaten uh, it, it's made them a lot more solid they, they, they look like they've got a base there from which they can go and win games keeping a lot of clean sheets and you know there was a problem at the other end of the pitch but they scored five goals in the last two games now they've got... Um, Stephen Fletcher, who playing the football he's playing at the minute. Marseille legend Stephen Fletcher. <laughs> yeah, there, there's not a better target man in the championship, and you know he's, he's he's playing his his best football he's played since he came to Hillsborough. And you know what? Although we've had a difficult couple of years, we still have very good footballers there. You know, for me, Barry Bannon is among the best midfielders. Fernando Forestieri on his day. Yeah, there, like isn't, there isn't a player with more flair. Um, Sam Hutchinson just going around kicking people brilliantly. You know, there's no, there's no one better at that, and I just think you know, look, they're a good side. They, they wouldn't be sat where they are if they weren't. But I'm from from a personal point of view, it's annoying the games on a Monday night. Cause it takes a bit of yeah, I was going to say that. It takes right, a does of, it take the edge away or they just, it takes a bit of buzz out of it just because you know everyone's going to be going to the game after a day at work? And we played them on Friday night at their place earlier in the year, but even that was a bit like that but at least it was the weekend or whatever whereas now everyone's coming out of work on Monday going back to work on Tuesday just take a bit of
2: will it still be hostile environment well, of course yeah of course it. it
1: will yeah and 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 I suppose the good thing about it being on a Monday night is that the whole country's going to be watching and you know it's the chance for the city to, to put itself and put its fixture um, on a pedestal and you know I actually think it will be Despite the last two being absolutely boring, oh. I, I actually think I actually think this will be a really good game because we we have to take the initiative and they will they, be doing the same.
0: Yeah. I was going to mention the boring games because you were you were giving the game <laughs> such a
1: great build up, you a really yeah. big sell, and I was like, I'm sure I watched this derby earlier in the season. Well, the it last, was dreadful last season <laughs> at Hillsborough, it was it was brilliant for the neutral, absolutely horrible for us. But yeah, we lost four two, having got back to two apiece, but. I, I, do, I do think it would be open game I, I'd, I'd be surprised if there weren't goals um, I just hope we get the odds Who, who, who,
2: do, who do you think's going that way though in terms of the top two from a championship
1: um, It looks like being two out of um, Leeds, Norwich and Sheffield United at the minute I wouldn't count West Brom out um, just yet they've got Leeds on Friday night if they can win that then that they'll put themselves right back into it mm-hmm. Leeds stuttering Yeah they Big are time. Leeds are stuttering this first time they haven't been in the top two with level games played since I think about September or something so yeah um, It'd be a lot more enjoyable seeing them trip up if it weren't for them basically handing promotion Sheffield United on a plate, as it stands. <laughs> 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 so there's going to be one miserable outcome almost regardless for you. Yeah, I know. I, you know, li- t- Taking my blue and white tinted spectacles off Leeds, it's probably about time they went back up in it. It's, it's, it's been a hell of a long time. We've had a lot of years of uh, laughing at this massive institution of a football club being absolutely dreadful. And you know what, Marcello Bielsa is fantastic for the game fantastic for the championship and then um, he would ruffle a few feathers in the Premier League no doubt about it
2: um, I've got to say though I mean it's such a wonderful league the championship we often talk about the Premier League and the title race and all that but you look at that championship it's brilliant I mean it's so even like we're talking about Sheffield Wednesday if they beat Sheffield United on Monday night they're right up in there and they could be in the playoff mix and suddenly we could be talking about them more often next season
1: if they if you know if they manage There's to a lot. Out. So There's
2: So many clubs like that. Preston's
1: another one. There's a lot of big clubs in and around yeah. the top six, like Derby, Derby Forest, yeah. uh, Forest West well. Brom, Birmingham, mm. Villa. Just a couple of points behind us. Yeah. The yeah. Villa, massive club. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't need me to sing the praises of the championship anymore than I already do. Yeah. It's the most entertaining league in Europe, but yeah. no, I
2: think I think we're right to mention it because it is a great league, and and now it's really coming towards the business end, isn't it? And games yeah. are coming thick and fast, and that, that table is chopping and changing.
0: Yeah, no, it's an it's an exciting league for sure. A big game Monday night uh, with that one the Sheffield derby. Uh, let's just hope it's better than the last one. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, so big game. Um, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, Matty, thank you for coming no, on. James, pleasure. thank you for coming on. Pleasure. Um, as ever, uh, if you don't subscribe to us, we're on Acast, we're on Spotify. On iTunes, um, you can subscribe to us there. We will be back uh, hopefully next week uh, to discuss more Premier League football. Hopefully, a little bit more outside of the Premier League uh, as well. Um, and James, maybe if you're back, you'll be celebrating the fact that you'll be you know Electo, so, so so you'll be so like adamant that you go you're getting <laughs> promoted. Uh, but yeah, until next time, we'll see you then.